right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the More Than Words podcast with your hosts. I'm Liz and Shara. Hey, y'all. How's it going? We are affectionately known as the aunties of inclusion, and we're going to get a little bit more into what that means. So welcome everybody into this. How are you doing today, Shara? Oh, my goodness. So I am super hyped today Uh, between the two cups of coffee. Okay, one. And also just in general. Okay, don't come through with that. Why are you ready? To, I want the basic cup. Why you got this fancy? Okay, see, for those of you who are on the podcast, Liz brought me this actual mug, right? And I'm not going to show you. It's, it's like a, for me. Okay, so the, you get to see the bag. It's a beautiful mug. It has a nice message on the other side, which is for me. And then Liz comes through with a full-on decorative uh, coffee cup. As if though you couldn't have sent me the memo. You know you could have sent me a text to say, break out your good uh decor. I mean, this is where I have my coffee, my champurrado, my mm. uh, abuelita, chocolate, you know, and mm. I think I think the my fellow Latinos would know exactly what this cup looks like for those who cannot see the video. <laughs> So first of all, you're not going to just run up on the cup. Okay, so first of all, anybody who didn't see my cup, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I have nothing. This is literally a cup that Liz brought me and anything that just is a liquid form goes in it, including ice cream, which is not liquid, but could become liquid. I mean, listen, it's it's a coffee bud. It's useful, it's convenient, but it's also whatever is available for those of you like myself who collect like um, takeout uh, Tupperware, which is not really Tupperware, but they're containers and you use them for multi-purchase, <laughs> including moments like this where you're like, okay, I need to go to the store and I need to put something in there and take it with me. Cereal. I digress. Whatever. <laughs> Listen, don't cereal. talk about the cereal. The cereal, not only that, I put the dry cereal in here and then I put it in the milk or whatever it is in a nice container. So like, oh, it's a two-part harmony, you know? <laughs> the dry is already in the low, it's ready to go. We're digressing. We're digressing. We're digressing. Look, this, so we had to do a take two. We're calling this episode take two because the last time... And you, as y'all get to know Shara and I, we like to go on tangents and, you know, talk about today. We felt like we needed a little bit, a little, a little bit of structure because I'm not a structure type person. Don't put me mm-hmm. in a box. Right. So mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, we, we don't want, want y'all getting lost or anything like that. <laughs> so, yes, yes. So we're going to spend a lot of time, at least today in talking about our why and more importantly, like why we named it more than words. So, you know, if you didn't get the story before or you haven't looked at the other episode, which we're calling affectionately that bloopers, uh, really what we wanted to do, like more than words really is us carving out our space for those who are looking to discuss diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, most people call it DNI. Some people call it JEDI. If you add injustice in there, it just depends. But it's really our way of sharing our personal identity and how it shapes uh, our passion, it celebrates our resilience, um, and embraces our similarities and differences. So we're creating that space for ourselves and we're inviting others to be a part of it. Um, And this podcast is really about growth, right? Um, Inclusion and enjoying the human that's across from you. In this case, it's Liz, but in the future, it'll be guests. And, And I hope that you find that This is really about having those hard conversations that really don't have to be hard if you take the time 
to have empathy and compassion around that. So that's what we're trying to do here. We're really trying to go through that personal journey, model that behavior, and then create a space for others to come in and share their stories so that we can start putting faces to experiences. And I like to see it like this is very accessible, right? We know the academics of DNI. Well, especially as facilitators and coaches, right? And sometimes we get so ingrained and involved in that that we forget that actually there's people behind that, right? That's why we wanted to call it more than words. And I know people are going to love our aunties of inclusion. We will get there. But more than words was so important to us because we want it to be accessible. We want you, it's all about being the best version of yourself and thinking to yourself, I think earlier today I was talking to a friend and we, t- we were talking about our podcast and, you know, they, they said, you know what, it really it made me realize that actually I have more to grow and it's okay. And where I'm at right now, it's okay, but I'm aware of it and I can still grow a little bit more. So as opposed to being so polarized, we can come together. So I'm, I'm really excited about this podcast. I love how accessible it is. I love, hopefully we bring some fun into it. We bring our personalities and we want y'all to bring your personalities in here, which is why community, and we we always talk about how important it is to us, but community is so, you know me, I love building communities. I'm going to build it in my story. So (laughs) love. Love community. First of all, if you don't know Liz, then you will know soon. Anytime we go somewhere, it's always, she doesn't meet a stranger. Like I say, I don't meet a stranger. Liz take it to the next level. So she she will meet somebody and have this intense and, and like fun conversation with them. And she will never let that person leave her community. So it's like, you know, remember the person we talked to like three coffee shops ago who told us about this uh, business they had? Well, I talked to them yesterday and now they're going to be doing this with us. I'd be like, Liz, who are you talking about? (laughs) Send me an ID picture. Like, who are these people that you were just taking with you? But Liz builds community. So if you are ever in Liz's space, just know that if you have a conversation with her, she is taking you along for the ride and you may get a call, you may get a ping, you may get an email just randomly with some type of like a community ask. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you don't know why you're going to say yes. You don't even know why you're going to say yes, but you will. I'm just warning you. So you're putting this on me, but let's, I'm going to put it a little bit on you too, because I've seen you work since we've started this podcast. It's been a long journey for all those podcasters out there. Uh, bow down to you all. Like, and we're just trying to get there. So if you have tips and like suggestions, please and thank you. Please, please and thank, and thank you. you. That's right. <laughs> because we're getting started and we want this to be successful in whatever way it forms and impactful. But anyways, we've been working with a whole bunch of people and I saw Cher, I was like, I just want to sit back and watch this magic happen. Because if you know Cher, those who know Cher, um, y'all know that she will find your strength and she will connect it in some kind of way. <laughs> so it's been it's been beautiful. It's been beautiful. So I think we both in different ways. I'm just going to like tell you like what activity we're doing and you're just going to say yes. And you're not going to know why you're saying yes. But you're also going to be really excited about it, kind of scared. But yes. Very scared, very sad. Just so y'all know, you didn't listen to the first uh, Bloom First episode or what we're calling affectionately the first part A. Uh, the, we 
Liz has talked me into this. I'm a private person by nature. You'll learn that over time, um, even though I'm willing to share in this space. But Liz literally talked me into this podcast. There's been other instances where people are like, oh, you want to be on a podcast? You want to be a podcast? And I find nice ways to navigate. No, you know? And then Liz somehow comes and be like, well, you know, let's just try it. You know, people need to hear how we kind of just experience it. And, you know, DNI kind of has this, you know, we have an opportunity to create community in this conversation as we grow. And I'm like, uh-huh, Liz, mm-hmm. And by the time I could get the in for the no, we already in. We already got we meetings got on the calendar. We got a, we got all the, we got branding shoot. We got uh, guests. Yes. We got topics. Yes. You know, we got everything. Yes. So it's going to be, it's going to be very exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm super pumped about it. So, and, and, and I come from a space for me, what was really important for me for this podcast was I don't, I don't have an HR or a DNI background. I know my own experience and my own awareness. And I had some biases that I had to go through and we're going to have a whole episode about, about biases, but I wanted to move into this space because it was so important to me. And, um, and I will talk about our why shortly, but for me, like when I started growing and learning and you and I started having all these different conversations about DNI, I said, the world needs to hear a larger group of people need to hear about this conversations because it was so rich and thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I talked, I talked earlier about our polarization and it's like, no, we did have differences in some, in some regards. We do have differences. Mm-hmm. We have similarities too. And we also have ways to grow. And I think when we're not pulling against it and we're kind of celebrating it and, and, and mm-hmm. like coming together, I think it, it, it turns out to be such a beautiful thing. So, but, um, yeah. Yeah, and I think also it takes away the heaviness. Like, listen, DNI is not for the weak of hearts, right? Like, these are hard topics. These are topics that, you know, as you go to, through different phases of your life, you're trying to figure out how to navigate it. As you grow and you change, you're trying to navigate not just yourself, but your personal circles, your relationships, how you're going to parent, how you're going to show up at work, how you're, how you're going to stop showing up in spaces. Like, there is so many things that becomes a part of your everyday journey. And oftentimes it feels like a lot of pressure. And as a person who are, is in the DNI space, right, and has had the HR space, and spent a lot of time being under pressure and navigating people practices and um, organizational practices. One of the things you learn is that you have to take the moments as lightly as you can until you have to up up the seriousness. And that's a hard thing to do when people are your passion. And I will say that's one thing that I, you know, for all the HR professionals, please close your ears. You know, you start off, okay, did you close your ears? I just want to make sure. Um, You start off saying, I'm here for the people, right? And then you learn really quickly that you're in it for the organization, right? The organization and all the mechanisms and systems that make it a place to work has so many other things in addition to people. So yes, people are the priority. People are the reason you do it, but there are so many other things that make a place uh, of work or culture that doesn't always align with people. And, and we'll talk about that, right? Because that's the part of diversity, equity, inclusion, right? We're talking about not just the people, but the practices and you know the habits and the systems that you need to make it work. And in general, you know, how do you do all of that and make, people feel like 
they belong. Mm. That's so important. And that for me, that's what it is. Right. I always craved I had I was in spaces where I didn't feel like I belonged throughout my life and I didn't realize what that was and what it was doing to me either. And and I I what I learned, my kind of defense and my safety mechanism was to kind of not think of those, like put, mm-hmm. suppress them. And now it's like, oh, you got to trust your gut and you, your intuition in this. But the great thing about this podcast is we are not the experts. We do. We are. We are experts, but we we are not fully the experts. So we're going to be bringing a couple of guests on. Right, Shara. And so first of all, I'm not first of all, I'm not co-signing that I'm not the expert. I don't know where Liz got that wrong. She is, I don't know where that's at. Because I'm coming with all my expertise. <laughs> I, I'm not owning that. I'm rebuking that. I'm putting that back on the shelf. Liz always gets so humble. And it just so for all the young listening, if you got one of them humble friends that sometimes you just be like, if you don't just stop dimming your light um and just be exactly who you are and stop waiting for somebody to like ordain you to be this expert, I mean, you got it. We wouldn't even be here and we'll talk about our successes um, and our challenges, but you wouldn't be here having this conversation and navigate this conversation if you didn't have expertise. So I'm rebuking it and I'm gonna put that back, right? So maybe we ask somebody to edit that out, but I will tell you this, (laughs) I'm with you, Liz. I I get where you're going. We're not the experts, right? But the whole point here is each week we will bring you a topic that fosters curiosity along with a guest who is living the experience or has served as an expert similar to us um, in the area. Um, and, and you can expect some interesting conversations and stories and tools and resources um, as to be a part of not just our DNI journey, um, but your own DNI journey. And so that's the space we wanted to create was a community of sharing and learning. Well, okay. Uh, let me backtrack that. We'll edit that out. We'll have a we'll have our our podcast editor edit that. Liz needs to not be so humble. And I think last mm-hmm. time you talked about that, right? Humbleness isn't in in performance reviews, right? <laughs> if anybody hasn't listened to that first that part one a, go listen to it because humble is not on any performance review. Okay, this- and if somebody. Somebody said it is, you asked for the receipts because I'm going to tell you right now, I can't wait to hear how they use that description to assess behavior and skills. Well, and I guess what I'm saying is like, even though we are experts in our own right and our own, like what we are experts in and plus our own experience too, we're amazing facilitators, we're amazing coaches. Like, do you like that? Yes, you better work, girl. Okay, okay. Don't you act up like that. Look at that show that action for you. Oh, oh, just the one, just the one, just the one. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have, you know, we have, we still have room to grow, and we have, we still have impact to make. And so we're going to bring in other people because one of the things that we love to do is listen to other people's stories. Per, per, your perception on someone will always change when you hear other people's stories and, and what, and what they, their experiences that they've had. Um, and we want to celebrate them. Um, and so that's, I'm, I'm excited about that. And we're also going to share like tools and resources and, um, you know, we are going to have stuff on the, our Instagram page. I'm going to make sure I do a lot of uh, Facebook lives and LinkedIn lives. Uh, <laughs> I'm shaking my head just for those who can't see it. It's just one of those things. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Go ahead. I'm just going to let you continue because 
you know, my I'm like my eyebrows is getting a little hot. Like I, 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 I every it. time you say it, every time, look at this glisten. It's a glisten. Mm. <laughs> it's not a big deal. It's like you're just talking to yourself. It's fine. Allegedly. See how people see how she talking you into it. Y'all just experienced it, right? Y'all heard it. Run it back 30 seconds if you didn't catch it. That's how you end up in things, Liz. Go ahead, Liz. Finish up. Finish it out. Finish it out since I'm already committed. So for those that uh that are future guests. Uh, you're welcome. And thank you. <laughs> and please come back for more once, once yes. you had an experience with us. It's going to be like, oh, I listened to your take too. That was structure. <laughs> that was structure. Listen, it, structure. Will, it will make sense. It is. I think we had a good intro. I think we told them a little bit about us. And now, you know, like why we're doing it. And now we're about to go a little bit deeper. Like we even told them we're going to have guests. Like we didn't, we forgot that part last time. Like I think we're doing pretty good. So one of the things that I keep saying, and I love it because I love it. I love it. Is that we are known, we're calling ourselves as the aunties of inclusion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're We're affectionately known that way though. So, so let's, let's hit go, hit go Liz again. Listen, people come to us. So listen, let me just say, so people come to us constantly about people, places, and things, but specifically around DNI, mm-hmm. specifically their journey around this work or themselves. And what happens is people be like, oh, they just trust you. You created this sense of trust and credibility. But what happens is, you know, those instances, right, outside of our professional work, that just because those everyday interactions, we end up becoming affectionately called the aunties. So people come to us for that guidance or support or that listening ear or that, you know, straight, you know, tell me what it is so I can know what I need to do kind of thing. And that is the role in which people have put us in. And, and, and you can put whatever label on it, but we are definitely the aunties that sit around the house that's like, okay, so listen, um, what you doing with your life? Okay, you're not doing nothing. Okay, so if you're not doing nothing with your life, let me tell you these three things you could be doing with your life because these are, this is what's great about you. Or we on the other end, like, okay, so you said that at work? Wait a minute. You still work there? <laughs> <laughs> or we the ones who gonna sip tea with you and be like yeah that's what i heard too because you know and do i need to bail you out and exactly. what do i need to do and uh i got my you know my, my, hoops, my hoops my hoops, mm-hmm. my hoops. get that cash app ready mm-hmm. so for those that get that cash app ready. for those that aren't familiar about the s because i i don't know if this is this is specific to the Latin culture and the black culture. So Shara and I, I'm, I'm Latina. Shara is a, a beautiful black woman. And she said it, she said black too. So for those of you still scared of those words, she said it out loud. Go ahead, Liz. <laughs> said it out loud. That's right. Um, <laughs> said it out loud. <laughs> so go ahead. You know, you know, this, you know why I said that. Cause we got some clients who can't say the word black well, or Latina. So you that. know it. Or Latinx. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. It's scaring them. Okay. That's we're take three. Take take four. Take uh forty seven. And don't say the p word. Privilege. Mm. It's like Beetlejuice. If you say it three times, something might happen. Don't say it. Don't say it. From uh, Lion King, when you had Mufasa, they're like, "Ooh, say that again." It was say it again. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all don't be scared. Okay. Yeah, don't, don't be scared. Stay, stay here. Okay. Stay right here. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and this is why like, I love partnering the facilitator and the coach because as a coach, right, where you're going to be your accountability partner, we're going to co-create some initiatives, co-create some visions for you and whatever space you want to be in. Right. And so, and a lot of it is in DNI too. Like how, how do you grow in that space if that's what you're interested in doing? So, but for going back to the, the aunties of inclusion. So for, in our cultures, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Chair, for, for your culture too, but tias are very important in our culture. Mm-hmm. Every tia, <laughs> I'm a tia, I'm a great aunt actually. I that, yes, I, I know. I know people who see me like, oh, you look like, you know, really young. Don't tell them. <laughs> Don't tell them. No, but we know, we're not going to tell you my age, uh, but I am a great aunt and I pride myself on being a Thea. I really, really do. I um, sometimes I interject myself too, too much in there in their lives, but it's all in, it's all done in love. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a mom because I'm a, I'm a mom too, and it's not like that like a mom where you're trying to see I'm like oh my gosh I'm growing these like humans and I hope hopefully they're good people and you know I want them to be happy and all these stuff and it comes with pressures as a Thea you still have that because there's this immense love that you have for 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 your niece or nephew or wh- however they identify them as themselves um and you can still shape and mold them and impact them in such an incredible way i look at my tias and they're like a significant part of my life you got the tia that you could just roll with and you can you could go party out with go have like mimosas on a sunday cuz y'all I don't party just so you know i go to bed at 901 so <laughs> i <laughs> i don't party I like my clubs to be at like from 10 to three on a Sunday. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> Cut it out. Let's just, first of all, that, that may be true, but Liz, uh, I don't know what the real time is, but I just assume it's before full light. And she has done 45 things by the time I have opened one eye to consider waking up. So I don't know when your day in, but I sure know it begins way earlier than the average person. And I am not interested in those, that behavior for a while. <laughs> I have to have that moment where I don't have kids or husband time, right? Where it's just me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I take my cafecito. And I sit in the dark in the living room and I'm like, this is, this is so peaceful. <laughs> and Larry, Larry is, is vacuuming because I have a I have a robo back that I've called Larry. Um, First of all, that's scary. I just want to go on record. Nobody else is probably going to tell you that, but um, it's not okay to just be in the dark, just sipping the tea and then talking to Larry or at least acknowledge it that Larry is the robot. I'm just going to throw that out there because I felt like I was supposed to suspend my judgment. I couldn't. It was just overwhelming <laughs> to just see you in this situation. And then for some reason, there was like a bathrobe, right? It was just getting more and more sad. But interesting <laughs> and scary all at the same time. I'm not letting you go off that like that list. Like seriously, that's not what sisters do. That's what my um, life but, is right now. That's my. I, I'm not. I'm not Beyonce. I didn't just wake up like that. Um, listen first, but that's true though. But that's a good point. The aunties is like that too, right? They have lived 
They have lived experiences, specifically in the Black culture. Like, it's a thing, right? Like, if there's a matriarch in your family, you have the privilege of having, like, great grandmas and um, having those experiences of grandmas and those types of things. Once you start having other women in that dynamic, specifically the aunties, they take on this role of, you know, what made me think of this is, like, you sitting in the dark with a rope. It's like that comforting place for you to know that no matter what, this person is going to be on the other side there for you. Now, how they respond to you, okay. Now, that's a different story, okay? Because I got an aunt who she is going to be like, yes, I'm listening to you and you were absolutely wrong. And let me tell you why, right? And not only tell you why, but she's going to be like, and so I'm going to tell your mama too, right? So don't think this is just for here, right? <laughs> And then I have another aunt who is like, you know, she's your friend. She's going, she's going to listen to you, but remind you that she's not your friend, but she's going to keep it in confidence and give you good guidance. But then I have another aunt who is just super serious, right? Like to the point that you're always thinking like, for real, like, I, should I told, should I have told you this? Like, I'm not those sure. Those are the dependable ones. Those are the ones that like, that you could, those are the ones that you can tell them all kind of crazy mess. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, okay, okay, Mija. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and this is the plan. Da, 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 da. Like, they're the ones that, they're the most radical ones, you know, it's always the quiet ones. <laughs> Yeah, it's those who just get up for real because you just don't know where they're going to go. Like one minute they may be absolutely happy and the next minute they may be off the rocker about something that's like really this small. But in their world, I just get all, P.S., my auntie's listening to this. I love y'all so much, so don't oh treat me God. differently. Yes. And I, te I don't want to be in trouble. I love you. Si. Te quiero. Te si. quiero mucho. I, I si. love, I love uh, Shara's aunties too. That's my family. I'm going to be in the family. Yes. Yeah, I'm a- yes. I'm your I'm your black cousin. And listen, I said it. So for those of y'all feel like, okay, she should be saying that's appropriate. Pick all your words. But this girl right here, when you hear how what we've been through uh, internationally and domestically and in life, you will understand why. So also shout out to my sister. And she hear me call somebody else, my sister. Listen, I, you're the original Dundada. I need you to know that you're the original recipe of sister. So no, this has this is a different type of sisterhood, but I just need to say that because she she's very particular about that word. So um, I will say this. I, I want to go back to something, Liz, about our why, right? So the aunties of inclusion really was put on us, right? Like we assumed the position of being that safe place for people to have a conversation. And that's what we wanted to bring, right? Like there's enough conversations that we're going to talk about that people are going to be like, uh, someone said that to you? Absolutely did. And guess what? On the other side, they received a straight face or a very direct conversation with a lot of love and a lot of support and a lot of accountability. And so people can expect that. But when I when I think about or take a step back, it's like, why this is really important, like well before we became the aunties of inclusion, well before more than words, well before we even met and decided that this was going to be our passion and journey together. You know, the real peace came from like, I guess the easiest way to talk about it is like for those of you who are like DNI practitioners, you know, the diversity will. And so for those of you who don't know the diversity wheel, go ahead and Google it because it's easier because it's a graphic. But literally what the diversity wheel is, it's like how you look at internal dimensions about yourself, meaning like your age, your gender, your race, those types of things. Then it's like the external pieces, like the things that you experience that make you up, like your faith, your education, just your marital status, those types of things. And then 
outside of that world is like organizational dimensions, right? Like, so once you start getting in the workforce, like what are those things that kind of impact you? Like communication style, management style, those types of things. So if that is like, if you ever had a chance to look at that, that's a great tool, always to start a conversation and also keep people safe. But if I think about that, my internal dimensions is the reason why this was important to me and probably not for what people think, right? So for those of you who are not, can't see the video, right? I'm a black woman, right? And I am very much so robust in nature. Yes. All yes. of this is beautiful. all of this is for the Be- world. Beautiful. She has some beautiful red glasses, you know. Don't hate me up, Liz. Don't hate me up. Cause you I- know. You know, I'm out here. I'm single out here. In these I'm single out here. In these streets. I gotta hear all this good stuff. So I'll be like, yes. Be a, let me be your wing person. <laughs> no, I don't want that. Mm-mm. No, that will, no. Right, I, uh-uh, I'm gonna decline. <laughs> I'm gonna decline it. I'll tell y'all why I decline that later. So, so anyway, that's yeah, right. I'm a single person. That's a part of my uh the, my external dimensions, right? Like I. I'm a single person. I'm also um, one of those individuals who is really strong. I'm strong in my faith, right? Like, so people be like, oh, girl, you know, you 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 got a sailor mouth. But I'm like, well, sometimes, but I still grounded in the Lord, you know? And, but, but those things are important to me. And I'm also went to a predominantly white college in both instances, right? For my bachelor's degrees and my master's degrees. I'm not trying to put no shine on that. I'm just saying those, I stayed in spaces that was, I was often the other, right? I grew up in a big, huge household where working class, um, my family was working class. It was eight of us in the house and we learned one or two things, school, work, or both. And I know I said two, but that third one, not optional because you're going to do both no matter what, right? (laughs) So you see the school and work and you just learn how to embrace your, who you are, whatever that meant for you, right? And then that then put me out into this world where I was the only so when I became in those spaces of being the only, I learned, and this is my why, is that it was so hard to navigate those spaces and not know where to go, who to ask, and realizing that my family have given me everything up until that point, had literally said, these are not the spaces that we're most used to. So you're going to have to figure it out and find others who can support you. And from that point on, I knew that I was going to be that person. Like not again, not another person is going to sit and try to figure out how to navigate these spaces where they're the only without some support. And that's where I decided to do that in my work. And I was like, I don't care. I'm going to be in a predominantly white male organization. That's fine. Now I ain't going to lie. I didn't choose that because it chose me because I needed that money. Um, Ele- no, it's not a legend. That's 100%. No, that's 100% sure. <laughs> that was 100%. College came knocking with that money. Um, so <laughs> where was that money? And when I decided to do that, that was my passion. And once I learned the ropes, it was never going to be a secret because I was going to tell people what it was and how to navigate it. And so when I think about our why and, and, and Liz, you know, I want to hear what your why is. And I want you to use the diversity wheel. Miss, I'm not an expert because I know you know how to use it. <laughs> well, you know, I, I've what I love about this diversity wheel, and I think we'll put it on our Instagram page as well so people can take a look at it. Um, I, what I love about it is sometimes... Sometimes we take for granted all the things that make us who we are. And what I love about the coaching that Shara and I do is we do it through a diversity lens because especially people from underrepresented groups, yes, we want to be present. Yes, we are in this moment. And yes, we want to look at the future and what it what it looks like. But you cannot 
coach at this level where I'm at here. And y'all can disagree with me. Go ahead, put it in the comments. I'm good. I'm good with it. But for me, I needed to go back a bit and really put words into some of my experiences, identify all my dimensions that I had that made me who I am that at times, and many people will, will relate to this, that I had to assimilate. I think we talked about that in take one or, you know, negative, whatever it was that we had, but I had to assimilate. So I, when my parents came here, they had to fly under the radar. Right. Um, and so as a, as a Latina, yes, I was taught Spanish, but none of my cultures or traditions or anything like that. And I was put into my mix of schools was, I was, Sometimes in an all white school, sometimes I was in a mixed school. So, you know, it was it was there were times where I was like the only and even even in college, I was in I was discouraged from being in all Latin organizations or applying for scholarships that were all Latin based. Because the idea was I don't want to be given X number of money or a position because of my Latinaness, I want to be given that because I earned it. But what I've come to realize is there's a system and I'm going to use this word, but there's a system that doesn't work for all of us. Um, and and we'll, we'll, I think we'll dive into that at a letter, letter stage, but we definitely need to dive in that. So I had to go back in my experiences and I love this diversity will because it kind of prompted me to think about what was really important for me. What were the things in my past that have shaped me into who I am? And then how do I want to move forward? And then for me, you know, like I am a Latin woman and I'm very prideful, proud of, of being that. Um, I, I'm a mom. I have two boys and uh, that's I'm scared. Y'all, if you have tips on how to raise uh, boys, let me know, because this is <laughs> uncharted territories here. But for me, too, it was like I wanted to create a legacy for them. Um, I, I didn't want they're they're biracial. Um, and I didn't want them to forget my parents' story and my grandparents' story, but I also wanted them to know who their other side of their family too. So, and bringing those two cultures together, which I like to affectionate, we, we have uh, so many names. I call them like fish and chip burrito or something. <laughs> what? Okay. Have you heard I, that? I have so, so many questions, but not enough time. <laughs> We'll get, that'll be a next episode. Um, and then, you know, for me too, is, um, you know, I have, so our dynamic with Shara, I love that you spoke about your spirituality too, because I, I, I'm a very spiritual person, but I'm not a religious person, if that makes sense. Um, and my husband is, is an atheist, which is a very interesting dynamic here, but you've never, ever, ever made him feel different. Right. And it's, it's like, how do you bring everybody on into that table and like make room for them without judgment? Right. And he has his belief system that he has, but you know, it's, it's not about judging people in that way. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't, that's the thing that, uh, that that's one of the biggest learning points, right. If you don't take anything away from this conversation, other than, you know, this work is not or 
right? It's not, it has to be this or that. Mm-hmm. It ha- it's really about the end. It's like, okay, this is their, this is the experience. I may not agree or I can agree or I can support or I can opt out, but I need to at least acknowledge that and allow myself to have space. I love that. And I use that and all the time. It's like, yes, especially when it's difficult situations, right? Because I'm one of my thinking styles. I internalize everything. And I also I'm a, I'm a people pleaser. So if I hurt someone's feelings, I really take that on as my own responsibility But the thing is, even though they've upset me and I'm almost like forget about how they treated me because I'm so concerned about the other person. But it's like I can feel this way and also have empathy and compassion. It's not an or it's not an or. Yeah. And and that's the point of the podcast, right? Like there's going to be people on here that we don't necessarily agree with, but because we were had the privilege, right, like the privilege to meet these people and experience them at a time in our life that they made an impact that we wanted them to be a part of it. That's why they're here. Right. I think there's a lot uh, to be said about people just deciding to either omit or cancel or those types of things. I think what you lose when you do that and you just like, Oh, I'm not dealing with that. Or, Oh no, they said this, or this is their political beliefs. I'm not in it. Oh, they they are atheists. What I'm going to do with that. No, 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 no. What the opportunity is, is let's all sit at the table like good old back in the day and let's have a good conversation and debate. And guess what we're going to do when it's over? We're going to eat like we normally do and keep it moving. Eat, eat and drink. Because this is what we need to get back to. It's like, let's, why can't we have a good conversation? Like, I mean, a lot of people have barbecues, baby showers. You know, it's always a topic that ain't supposed to be there that shows up. And it's no different in the workplace. Sometimes you just get confronted with somebody saying something crazy. And you'd be like, well, today is going to be your day for this conversation. <laughs> and so let's well, And let's, not being let's so commit. afraid of having it, right? Like not so, because the reality is, is our world will continuously change. You are going to be having a shift in, it's never going to be like, the either like the old days right it's this is we're we're we've always kept evolving we've always changed so this is what this is what it's going to be and so for me that's so important and i, I want to have that impact on people in this change and how can they bring their best versions of themselves and also creating a, a, a world where my children can have those conversations and be themselves and not have to, I mean, as, as boys, they both identify as boys. Um, they, um, you know, I want them to be vulnerable and not shy away from that word. I want them to, they are, privileged children because of, of how hard my husband and I have worked. Right. And, and what they've a lot been given in life. Um, and, um, so I want them to use that to be allies for other people, for women, for people of color, for people with disabilities, whatever it may, different, different genders, you know, I, I, so it's very, very important for me to model that behavior so that, they can then level up. I remember a story with my mama. (laughs) My mom told me, you know, one of these days you're going to realize you're going to be smarter than I am. You're going to know more than I know. And I've, 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 I've worked as hard as I can work and I've gotten you to this point, which mama D 
did a lot to get me to this point, right? Okay. Mama D is a queen all day, y'all. You Listen, I can't wait for that episode because Mama D needs that crown. I'm bringing it. Well, where's that emoji or that gift that where it's like a Rihanna putting her crown on? Uh, that's exactly what I did. I was Ooh. like, Rihanna crown. That is definitely Mama D. Mama D be like, uh, excuse me, let me put my crown on before I give you this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's, oh gosh, she's such an incredible person. She's She'll always be my hero. She'll always be my why of why I do things because she's the one that like pushes me to be better, right? To be my best. And she also, she is so fearless. It's incredible. So I have, I have a lot of fears and doubts and like all this stuff, but she's just like total fearless. And, um, you know, she says, I got you to this point. Um, she somehow, she put me through school between her and I, I worked, you know, she, she, she worked too. And, and we, together, we both paid for my university and I had, had to have loans too, as well too. I'm first generation American and I'm the first one in my family to go to university. So it was a lot of pressure. It was a lot of pressure on me to like, you better do good, right? You better make those A plus plus plus. When you got listen, the A minus, she's like, ¿Y por qué? <laughs> okay. Listen, that's how it is. In that black household, you get that talk. You be like, listen, so when we start spending money, we serious. Okay, so let's not get it twisted. And anytime you walk out this house, you got the the whole family name on the back of your back, right? You like said you know that what the last time. Mm-hmm. And and you know what's funny? And I'm and I'm so glad you're sharing this. It's like you know one of the things that we do as coaches, we always take a step back, right? Like so, secrets out, right? We we call this a landscape question. Go look it up. Um, coaches are gonna be mad because I said it out loud. But listen, it's called a landscape question. So anytime someone starts a coaching conversation, we say, look, just take a step back. Like, what have you done in the past? Um, or, you know, how does that show up in the past? And when you have that conversation with yourself, sometimes it's the first time you realize that you are an accumulation of all these experiences and opportunities and these moments of this resistance where you could have gave up or you did and you decided to get back in the game. And so when you think about like, even if you think about yourself, then you got to go all the way back to like how your parents grew up and how they went about their life and the experiences they have or didn't have. I mean, you could go way back, right? With the landscape question, but the point of all those things, and we'll talk a lot about this in upcoming episodes, is that's where it shapes who you are, right? Like your values, beliefs, your practices, how you decide to look at the world, like the world, like about your thinking style, how you're going to engage with um, individuals or each other. But all of that is important because, you know, we we joke about being objects of inclusion, but we too are always thinking about those things. We're constantly growing and also taking a step back to say, What's influencing that? And why is this important to me now? What came up for me too, is I love using the anal- this analogy on the, what's your elephant? And uh, that'll be my, cause I think we, we, we have a question at the end for our listeners to kind of ponder a little bit, right? But I like the, the concept of an elephant, right? Elephants, they are beautiful creatures, right? Exotic, they're beautiful. They just, they're intelligent, they're smart. But what would happen if you were right next to an elephant? Like right next to, how would you feel if you were right next to an elephant? One. So I, 
You, you is that a rhetorical question? Because I'm saying right now, I'm already feeling nervous. What's the I'm like, why are we by the elephant? And why is this elephant? Why are we at a place where we gotta be by the we're elephant? We're in Kenya. The, we're in Kenya. We're in a safari because they got no we're gonna podcast out of Kenya. We have a friend ah, in Kenya. We do, but I ain't get what what's the point of being by this elephant? See, this is why I can't ask these these questions because my mind won't let me have it. Because my okay. visual was like, I'm down for this question, but then I was like, You're scared, well, right? Scared. It's a I'm big scared already. It's Ooh. a beast. It's he's like you, one you can't see its beauty because all you see is gray. You're like you're next to the leg of an elephant that can stomp you, and it's bringing like this like you know this emotion, the scaredness is happening to you, right? And then what if you take a step back, like your landscape question, right? Now you're in a safari. You're no longer set. Well, I don't know why I'm going up to an elephant, but I probably would actually, because I know you would. You so curious. And that's why I kind of leave you behind and just be the person that survived and tell the story. Like, listen, I don't know why she went up there and talked to this elephant. <laughs> I I tried to tell her, but then I was too scared. Listen, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the show becomes the aunt of inclusion with just Shara. I know. <laughs> I know. She was and trying to find her up. elephant. <laughs> We go, we go about a beautiful picture and a nice little sad song. Listen, we're not going in. We first of all, we rebuke that that energy. But yeah, we, no. you better get you better get to this elephant uh, conclusion so then, okay, because so you got to be real nervous. Let's let's get back into the jeep, right? From our safari. Now, what do you see? First of all, the landscape is beautiful for sure. Like all the other things surrounding this elephant is stunning because as we've lived in Africa. We'll tell y'all more about it. But that part of it, you know, when you see the sun and the landscape and the other animals and the the water and the jungle, it's just be like, okay, look where I'm And the sunset and there are other animals there. And then you see the beauty of the elephant, its uniqueness, the intelligence, its curiosity, its playfulness. And it's like, what is your elephant that, you're so up close to that you're so like it's up here for me if i can share that is my children honestly they're my elephant <laughs> i you know I, i'm a working mom i have my two kids i'm trying to raise them we're trying to do the podcast you know all this stuff sometimes i lose sight of how beautiful and magical they are because they're here they're my elephant <laughs> they're gonna stop me CPS first of all all, I'm so glad we came to a nice conclusion on that story because this story I don't know about that elephant analogy you I mean somebody is connected with that I want to I want to acknowledge the connections that you have with that story so you listen I'm glad you're here for those of you who did not and was wondering where we was going I am with you like and I'm so glad we ended so positively I was running when I first heard that analogy and I was crying I was like, oh my God. Yes, it made me cry. I was like, oh, nobody's ever put that in my face like that. Listen, let me just say, um, I'm glad I wasn't on that that position of coaching session because me and that would have been going. And it's that's a, a good like, point, Sharon. We're like, we get coached too, right? We coach each other. Okay. We have our own coaches. We coach other people. So this really, I mean, yes, we're calling us ourselves the aunties of inclusion. But don't let that term fool you, right? Because we are still like I think you said that earlier. We're embracing where we're at. We're embracing our awareness, and and we're pushing forward. It's ever evolving, and so and we're going to continue doing this work, whether it's in our consulting work or in corporate, you know, whatever it may be in this podcast, 
impacting people and building that community to where we grow and we create this impactful community that's that's impacting everybody. I used impact a lot of times there, but that's it. Yeah. And I think, but impact is a good word though, right? Like at the end of the day, that's why it's called more than words. Like we, we tired of just talking. We got to get stuff done. And a part of getting stuff done is having an impact on the world and not living for different people. So for those of you who are listening to this, this is for you, the people at all levels and various levels of your DNI journey. I mean, you could be facilitating this work. You could just be curious because we asked you to come listen to our podcast or you fumbled upon this, you know, in one of the locations we have it. I mean, or are you a coach who just need an outlet and a space to be like, okay, I'm here and I don't want all the pressure of, you know, serving others. I mean, this is what this space is built for. It's for to say that you're not alone, right? But you don't just want to live in the space of always having the pressure on you, but also just being able to be in a community where people understand or willing to take the step to understand. So if that's you, then this podcast is going to serve you pretty well um, because, you know, we, we are going to be purposely vulnerable. And I think I'm going to take on the, the, the vulnerability you took on Liz about talking about your, your children and, um, and the elephant. And I'll be candid with you and others, which I think you know this, you know, my biggest elephant or or being close up is letting go of my privacy. And my privacy has allowed me to be able to adapt in so many spaces because I've always had a safe place to retreat in that no one else other than the people I love could surround me and love, connection, faith, and all of those things. So my elephant is my prophecy, right? Like get putting myself out here, not being uh, being more in front of the world versus supporting it behind the scenes and connecting people who do that work. That is my elephant. But when I take a step back, and, and candidly, it has taken some time, right? Since the idea about the posse now, but it has given me a chance to look at that landscape and say, look, if I don't offer anything else to this world, then at least I could put my vulnerability and my experiences and be at the table and use the table that I typically do in the corporate world or in consulting or in coaching and bring it to people who may not be in those spaces. And, and you may never want to be in that space. But the fact that you have access to hear what it's like or to meet people who you typically wouldn't have an opportunity to or frankly speaking, just hear a conversation that distracts you from whatever it is that you Driving. want. You, yeah. Like whatever else you're running you doing versus. Yeah. Like all those things, right. All the things. Yes. Or just, just in general, you just need something to occupy your mind because self-care and time for yourself is important. So whatever that is, that's my contribution. But you know, I, I think about that and I say for, for our, all our listeners, I mean, you can expect us to have this level of vulnerability and probably a little bit more than you probably heard today because we could get we could get really vulnerable. But you're going to have you're going to hear us have difficult conversations where Liz and I don't always agree or when others come and we really are being challenged because it's a new experience for us. Um, but you can expect us to do that with a sense of community. Right. Say. It doesn't matter who you are, show up. Let's have a good conversation. And though we may not eat after this, because, you know, food is a, is a perfect tradition, right? Uh, uh, we we will symbolically do that by having the conversation, enjoying our coffee, sharing it with you. Um, and that's going to be our celebration in this work. And it's going to be the community we want to create. 
continue to create. So I do, unless I think we need to probably wrap this up. And let's say, you know, literally, if you haven't um, had a chance to listen to our other podcast uh, session, I would say, you know, we always like to end on a tool or resource, you know, in the in the um, in the future, we'll have questions from listeners that we will address or explore for the week. But, you know, what is one thing, if anything, other than maybe your elephant that you want? To <laughs> yeah, I don't like the elephant. I mean, come I on. That's a good I question. Like it. No, you know, I just think it's hard. It was hard for me to digest. I'm a visual person. So all I heard you say was elephant. elephant. And I'm like, wow. Because it's supposed to be impactful. I do have, I do want to like leave everyone with a, with a good, like maybe a question or a comment and see how it's impacted you. And something that came up for me when you were talking, Shara, many of us think that things like joy, love, safety, community, that those are earned, that we have to be worthy to have those things, but it's not. It's something that should be just inherent. It's something that everybody should have. And so when you talk about your privacy and you and you talk about vulnerability and all that stuff is sometimes we don't we don't have those things and and I and I oh go back to self-care. All those things are part of self-care. All those things are part of well-being. So my comment there or my question would be how did that impact you? We love we love to hear from you. So Follow us on um, Instagram, on Facebook, um, on LinkedIn. Send us your questions or comments uh, to Liz and Shara at morethanwordspodcast.com. For our group, follow us, you know, let us be part of your world. Yes, yes. Listen, since I'm taking a big step, I mean, y'all can at least meet us at this point. Like, I'm just. I'm just saying you might as well go and get to that subscribe button. But I do want to say one thing. I, I want to just say, if you haven't had a chance this week to do something for yourself, if this is the only thing that you're going to do for yourself today or the rest of the week, make the most of it and take a few minutes after this podcast and write down what's coming up for you and what's important to you or what haven't you just thought about in a while that you just want to explore. Because there's no reason for um, you to be in the space with the aunties and not take some time for yourself, like, and to be in community with us. So do take this moment just to consider it. And I don't know if you journal or if you just enjoy a long ride like myself. I mean, sometimes you just need to take that moment and realize, you know, what's important to me and why and I'm not asking, I'm not asking you to answer all of those questions. I'm just offering that you can take that time to do it. Perfect. So that is it for today. Y'all. All right. See y'all next week. Yeah. Bye.